the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Like Bob on Facebook at Facebook.com slash Live. All right, this is one of those stories that I... I hesitate even reporting it. I mean, seriously. Uh, and and after I'm done, I'm, I'm going to spray the whole studio down with Lysol and and may go, I may go take a shower. But these are the kind of things that we cannot be ignorant of and we can't just bury our head in the sand as the world around us continues to spiral downward. A principle that I continually emphasize on this program is this. When you choose a particular path to go down, and I'm talking about ideology or even theology, when you choose a particular path to travel, don't look where that path or that road will take you in five miles or even ten miles. Look where that same road will take you if you keep going in that direction for 100 miles or 500 miles or 1,000 miles. Because when we're talking about ideology or morality, it is very difficult, at times almost impossible, to change direction once you have determined to head down that direction. This is certainly true in the area of gender, sexuality, and the morality and immorality of sexual practices and so forth. All right? Once you begin redefining morality concerning sexual relations, once you begin redefining Marriage. Once you begin redefining gender, man, woman, boy, girl, once you begin traveling down that road, there's no stopping. How far will you go? Well, here is an illustration. An assistant professor at Old Dominion University. It's a major university. And um, this, uh, well, she, she is a female to male transgender. It is a woman uh, pretending to be a man, all right? But she is an assistant professor of sociology and criminal justice at Old Dominion University in Norfolk, Virginia. Uh, This individual by the name of Alan Walker, again, this is a woman 
identifying as a man, has recently released a brand new book called uh, A Long Dark Shadow, Minor Attracted People and Their Pursuit of Dignity. She refers to these people as MAPs, M-A-P, Minor Attracted People. In other words, pedophiles. Pedophiles. Adults who are attracted sexually to children. Pedophiles. But she has written this book, A Long Dark Shadow, to try to, quote, destigmatize these people that simply have an attraction to children. Well, she sat down recently for an interview with an activist group called Prostatia. Um, And this is a group promoting pedophilia. They're promoting it. Well, uh, Bob, isn't that illegal? Isn't pedophilia actually illegal in in all the states? Yeah, mm -hmm, yeah, it's... It's illegal. Everywhere? Yeah. All 50 states, pedophilia is illegal. So you mean there's an organization that is trying to destigmatize something that's actually illegal and most people would consider immoral? Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. And again, please remember, this individual is a, an assistant professor of sociology and criminal justice. A professor of criminal justice has written a book to destigmatize something that's illegal and immoral. Now, why? Well, in the interview, Walker, this female identifying as a male, states that she uses the term Minor Attracted People, MAP, she abbreviates later on, because of consideration for pedophiles' feelings. In other words, she doesn't want pedophiles to be embarrassed, to feel bad. No, I'm not making this up. She... uh, She says it's important to use the terminology for groups that members of that group want others to use for them. And she goes on and makes the case that pedophiles don't like to be called pedophiles. It stigmatizes them. It embarrasses them. Uh, Yeah. Yeah. But she says, well, they can't help it. They're just attracted to children. They can't help it, and they they deserve recognition and sympathy, and we should call them what they want to be called. And so they don't want to be called pedophiles anymore. They want to be called MAPs, Minor Attracted People. She says, I've advocated advocated for it primarily because... 
it's less stigmatizing than other terms like pedophile. She goes on. On one hand, just because someone has attraction to children doesn't mean that they will never experience attraction to adults as well, or even that their attraction to children will persist for their entire lives. Sexuality can be fluid, and there are many maps who have a range of attractions to both children and adults. Oh, so that makes it right. Well, yeah, they're attracted to children, but they're attracted to adults as well. So that, well, that means it's it's okay. Two take-homes here. Well, several take-homes. Number one, that a book could actually be published advocating something that is grossly illegal and horribly evil and immoral. Number two, that this individual would be granted a job as a professor at Old Dominion University, a professor of sociology and criminal justice. The the attempt to make the absolutely abnormal normal. If you've been listening to this program for a long time, I told you 20 years ago, once we start traveling down this path where we begin accepting homosexuality, transgenderism as normal, once we start traveling down that road, it won't be long if we keep traveling down that road that pedophilia will actually be normalized. We're almost there. And I shudder to think, what's next? Bestiality, of course. Attraction to animals. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That's, in case you didn't know, that is growing rapidly in America. And there are many who are trying to destigmatize bestiality. Yeah, once you start traveling down a road that is in opposition to God's plan, or even if you don't want to bring God in it, what is natural and normal, there is no end. There is no end. That's why it's really important we don't start down those roads at all. Oh, no, not a mile, not a foot. Follow Bob on Twitter at twitter.com slash Live. Almost every day I come across stories about nightmares in public schools. Uh, There is so much good news, bad news on uh, the public school front. 
all across America, parents are beginning to speak up. I mean, it's happening everywhere. Here in the state of Ohio, a large number of brand new school board members were elected just recently who never sought political office before, but they began looking into what their kids were being taught, what was happening in the schools, and just common, ordinary, everyday parents said, we got to be a part of this. And uh, that's happening all over the country. It's not just Loudoun County, Virginia. So that's a good thing. And I don't think this is going to stop. In fact, I think it's going to continue to expand and continue to grow. Uh, Will public schools ever actually become public again? I don't know. But there is some encouragement. All right. And then the other side of the coin, we have stories like this. Leon County, Florida. Now, we usually think that the uh, public schools in Florida are probably more conservative uh, than other schools around the country. And I think if you look at the entire state, uh, that's probably true. But boy, are there some problems in Florida as well in their public schools. This is Leon County, Florida. Leon County, Florida. January and Jeffrey Littlejohn have filed a lawsuit against their local school board, the superintendent of schools, the assistant superintendent, the equity officer, and the Title IX compliance coordinator in the U.S. District Court for the Northern District of Florida. What is the lawsuit about? Well, let me try to summarize. Their daughter, who is now in high school, she's a teenager and in high school, has had problems with being confused about her gender. She has not proclaimed herself to be a lesbian. She has not proclaimed herself to be transgender. She's she's just confused. And so the parents have gotten her into counseling. Good thing. They're talking about it. They're, uh, they're taking her to a counselor to help her with her confusion. Well, they just found out that the school counselor, with the knowledge of the principal of the school, the superintendent of the school, had been meeting behind their back helping this teenage girl to transition to a male. Yeah. She has been undergoing treatment for gender confusion for a little less than a year. The parents said that they attributed their daughter's gender confusion to peer pressure from her friend group because three other children in that same friend group had come out as non-binary or transgender within the previous six months. Now, let me stop just for a moment. We now know scientifically that this whole transgender thing is not genetic. The, 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 the big, big question is, is it nurturing or is it nature? 
That's the way it's been defined for a long, long time. By nature, they're born that way. Transgenderism, if it's nature, well, a girl is born in a boy's body, a boy is born in a girl's body, and they're born that way. Or homosexuality or lesbianism, if it is nature, that's the way they're born, and there's nothing anybody can do, so they just need to embrace it. Well, here's the, and that's what we've been told. For years and years, we've been told it's nature. They're born that way. We now know absolutely positively it is not nature, it is nurture. It is the circumstances around children. It's confusion in the home, it's the encouragement of parents, it's the encouragement of the peer group. It is not nature, it is nurture. It is a choice. Well, anyway... The school, without the parents' knowledge, began telling this girl, well, your parents really don't have your best interest in mind, but we do. And if you would prefer to be called by a different pronoun, that's okay with us. If you want a different name, we will call you by a different name. And we will even, we'll make arrangements for you to talk to a doctor that will encourage you in your transgender feelings. They went behind the parents' back and began helping this girl transition to another gender. When the parents found out, they were not happy campers, and they have filed a lawsuit against The uh, school board superintendent, assistant superintendent, the equity officer, the Title IX compliance coordinator, all in the U.S. District Court from the Northern District of Florida. Good for them. I have a feeling they're going to win. They certainly should. Hey, if you're listening on AM 880, we got to go off the air. Switch over to 104.5 FM or streaming audio. We'll continue right after this break. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com. <laughs> 